Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and on this quick shot of romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Becky. Um, so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing a book this is a new to me author. She's a relatively new author. I think, I don't think she's been publishing more than maybe a year or two. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Had you ever read anything else by her? I hadn't. This was my first book. Okay. So me too, which I'm always excited to try new authors. Um, and this one came to us from, um, community member Shauna. She suggested this title for us. Um, so on this quick shot of romance, we are reviewing Roughing the Kicker by Emily Silver. This is book one in the Denver Mountain Lions series. Um, I think it's going to be a whole series of football players. Which I'm looking forward to. Um, so read us the synopsis from Goodreads. He's my best friend. He's a pro football player. He's famous. I'm just the girl next door, and I've been in love with him since I was 13. He doesn't know. He can never know. But will I be able to hide my feelings when I move in with him? Jackson Fields, Denver's star kicker, my best friend since ninth grade. When an injury sidelines him, I step up. Living with him will be easy. I can hide my feelings long enough to take care of him. Piece of cake. Except he depends on me for everything. Every touch, every move he makes has butterflies swarming my stomach. I can't fall for him because he's my best friend and he doesn't see me as anything else. But when his situation changes and he sees me in a new light, am I willing to risk everything to see if we'll be good together or will we always be destined to be just friends? What's a girl to do? Roughing the Kicker is the first book in a new sports romance series. No cheating, no cliffhanger, and an HEA guarantee. Um, so the release date on this is June 16th of 2022. Uh, it's a friends to lovers, football romance, close proximity. Is there anything else? Yeah. No, I think you like. I think that's it. On all of them that I would say. It's the Denver Mountain Lions series, and this is a series of standalones. Um, oh, I had a put out percentage. Shoot. I forgot to put it in my notes. It was a slower burn um yeah which always makes sense with the like childhood friends to lovers stories down. in my I, opinion yeah i think it was like 53 percent like it was almost halfway through the book before things happen yeah um so I, I enjoyed this book so this is a hard sell for me so we all know friends to lovers is one of those that i'm kind of nitpicky about um, and it's, um, but I really liked this one because there was really low angst and having the ex-girlfriend, uh, the hero's ex-girlfriend in it. Um, what was her name? Her name was, I have it written down. Whoa. I can't remember now. Is it Rachel? Rachel. It was. Oh, it was. 
Why do they always have to be Rachel? So having Rachel be the piece of trash that she was <gasps> um, made it a little easier to believe the story. Um, I will only refer to her as the trash ex from now forward, okay? We will not even say her name. Uh, okay, or we can just say, like, other Rachel, like, OR, like not me <laughs> no so when um, we say rachel is a piece of trash we're not talking about me we're talking we're, about the ex-girlfriend right we're not talking about podcast contributor we're talking about the uh sticky wicket of the ex <laughs> in this book um so yes longtime best friends to lovers romances are a hard sell for me and when i suggested this title you're like did you read this <laughs> right <laughs> are you sure we should commit i was like i did read it before we committed because like like i said it has to have certain things in it and i think that the dynamic of the ex kind of stepping in and pushing this divide between them as friends created enough situational and walls and differences that there was never a time for them to explore their feelings for each other. Yeah, that I think that's totally fair. And I, I think, like, I understand your hesitation with friends to lovers because I also feel, I feel similarly when it's like, oh, like they're like a brother to me and like, that would be so gross. And like, they like are overstating how close they are. And then you're like, well, okay, but how did this happen then if they're like your brother? Because that's kind of gross. Right. But she never does this with them. Nope. Um, Emily writes these two that they are truly friends, but they keep each other at arm's length because of the trashy girlfriend. And the, yep. the prologue, the setup for that really helps us believe just what a roadblock the x is because yeah i thought that set it up very well yeah we get this seven minutes in heaven where um tensley and jackson are in the closet or tenley tenley and jackson are in the closet together but they both went in from different sides it's completely dark she knows it's jackson he does not know it is Tenley and they make out for their seven minutes. And as soon as the seven minutes are done, she receives a text message from her mom that basically says, you're late for curfew, get your butt home. And she doesn't have a chance to tell Jackson, Hey, that was me. And instead the ex, the other Rachel she steps in and says it was her because she wants to hook up because he is a star football player and everybody knows in this high school that he is going places and she plans to hitch her wagon to his ride. Stupid Rachel. Stupid other Rachel. We'll just call her stupid other Rachel. Right. Um, and stupid other Rachel becomes his girlfriend and that she does. And then we open with chapter one, and Jackson is hurt and in the hospital. Yep. And I really wanted to 
pull the girlfriend's hair and push her down some stairs. Oh, completely agree. Like, I was like, are are you serious? Yeah, she was so busy doing like, her social media influencing that she wasn't providing any support or love to Jackson, who has an injury to his knee. Right? Yeah, and I swear, I I think so. Like, what is with these athletes? And I'm sure this happens in real life. Like, why do they always get these girlfriends who just, like, truly do not care about them? Yeah. And, and why do they stay? Like, I guess it's easier to stay than leave always, but come on. Well, if you think about it, and we kind of see this with Jackson, he had a plan. He knew his whole focus was college. Then he wanted to play professional football. Like, he had his head down and was working very hard and he was tenacious in his goal and like laser focus on playing football and didn't really pay attention to the people around him outside of his teammates. Yeah. The girlfriend was there, but she didn't require a ton of attention from him. She just wanted right, his name. She just wanted Exactly. She just wanted all the glitz and glam that came with being the significant other of a like top tier athlete. Right. So she was very, I mean, honestly, given, you know, where he was in his career and what he was choosing to do, it makes sense to be with someone low maintenance like that because Tenley is not that person. So true. Like Rachel was low maintenance in a relationship but like a high maintenance person yeah as a whole but yeah you're so right she didn't require a lot of care and attention like so it's kind of easy to just forget about it and not really care well right and if you think about it so let's talk about tinley because she was actually she's such a nice person like she's the ultimate kindergarten teacher um, there's a couple other books that we've read. I think there's a Melanie Harlow book that we read that uh, make me yours, where she also is a kindergarten teacher and just yeah. has like, these are people that you want to be your child's teacher. Yes. And yeah, she was so sweet. Right. And so thoughtful and so kind. Um, and, but she did have a lot of vulnerabilities and she took a lot of risks at times opening herself up to Jackson because rejection is hard. And knowing that there's a possibility that your feelings are not going to be returned. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I can be like that. <laughs> she just didn't really have a, I would have had so many expectations of Jackson and she didn't. She just accepted him where he was at. Like when he was like, hey, I need someone to care for me. She's like, yeah, okay, I can figure this out. Yeah. And I think in a sense, like I understood because she had like some unrequited feelings for, for quite a long time. Right. So she knew like what Jackson was and maybe wasn't and like, knew him a lot better than a standard heroine knows 
a hero. Yeah. Yeah. There also was, so one of the things that I really liked about this book was there was great team dynamics. So sometimes when we get sports romance, we get two extremes. We get just the hero's story and not a lot of sports. Or we get so much sports that there's not a lot of romance. This was a really good balance between the two. And even though he's injured, we get this really great picture of the team dynamic of his fellow players. Yes. And I think oftentimes in the first of a series of a sports romance series, that's when you see there's like too much team involvement or whatever, because they're trying to set it up. I thought Emily did a great job of making me want more books without me being like knowing every single guy's name and like just too much information. Like I'm excited for the series and I got a good introduction, but it wasn't overloaded. No. And a lot of times we talk about an author telling us versus an author showing us this one. I felt like she hinted at it for us. Like, I'm not sure, you know, I know who's next because the next book comes out later this month, but you're like, I'm ready for all of their stories. Like, they were all really great guys. They were all very charming. I have really high hopes for this series. I do too. And like you said, we know who the next hero is, but I thought she did a good job setting herself up for writing anyone's story. Because, you know, we've all read books where we're like, oh, I want so-and-so's story next. Like, it has to be next. And then all of a sudden, it's like, not next. And you're like, you're just kind of reading book two to get to book three. And like, that's not what you want, I'm sure, as an author. You want people to be excited for every book. So I thought she did a very good job with that, too. I also think she did a phenomenal job with setting this up as standalone too because honestly while we do get the team dynamic it's not so overwhelming but Tenley's and Jackson's HEA was so definite and so secure that reading that book it felt complete I didn't feel like there were any missing pieces that I'm gonna need to go and read book three to see more development of their relationship like this is their story scene (laughs) Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense because I've read books and I'm sure you have too, where, you know, it's more of an HFN and you're like, I need more. And then you read the series and you, then by the end of the series, you finally get the HEA you wanted for the first couple. And well, that's fine. Sometimes like, usually I prefer it to be like final and then if they appear in the series, you're like, oh, this is a cool, like, scene. Like, I enjoy seeing this couple from the first book, but it's not necessary. Yeah. Well, and I sometimes think when authors do that, they take away from the couple that's focused in that book. So if it's book four, you've taken away the focus of their HEA because you're still trying to fill holes from three books ago. <laughs> yes, and that's what ends up making books like too long well they start to feel stodgy and I feel like with Emily and this book it didn't it was the right amount of everything it was a very balanced story there was not a lot of angst and honestly 
we don't have any really good, in my opinion, quality football romance series. They're a little harder to come by. Yeah, and th- there's not that many of them. There's like, not. obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can only think of a handful yeah. of football romance series. And most of them are like either in progress and there's like one book out or they're like two or three books. A lot of them are college. So there are like new adult, angstier reads. We don't have a ton of professional football romances that are written similar to like what we expect in our hockey series. I completely agree. And just, I love football. So I would love more football romances. So I was super happy to read this book and like it. Yes. Well, and be prepared for more series. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The only thing that I wish... I wish that we had had and I think it comes down to again to my friends to lovers trepidation is I wish that there had been a little more build up between Tinley and Jackson because they jumped into the relationship very quickly and I also got very frustrated with their third act conflict and his change of attitude towards Tenley. Um, but I will not spoil that for anyone um, but I kind of was like, yeah. Anyway, that's it. Those are my criticisms. Yeah, no, I completely agree with your criticism about the third act. I was like, why? Why Why do? But I still really like the book. No, I really liked the book too. Like, like, did we have to go there? Right. Right. Okay. So let's get to our questions did you like this book I did like this book yeah how about you I did I felt like it was a really cute and quick read um and Mm -hmm. I totally am engaged for the next book in the series um who do you think would typically like this book I think if you like friends to lovers of course if you like sports romances and maybe you haven't read a lot of sports romances or you're looking for football or you're looking for something to like take a break from hockey you'd like this book yeah I think anybody if you like Lulu Moore if you like Krista Sandor that write fun low angst romances I really think that this one is good for that um even in Avery Flint while it isn't rom-com it does have some lighter quirkier feelings to it um yeah and I like that it was lower angst like a lot of times sports romance can be super angsty yeah and I like that this had its angsty moments but I would never call it an angsty book no it really had a freshness to it I felt too like it just felt fresh like a really fresh good story um okay would you recommend this book I would recommend this book same. I would recommend this book also. Um, so do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcase and coffee. Okay. Send us an email to the bees at bookcase and and we will add it to our TBRs and get it into our uh, quick shot of romance um, schedule. Rachel, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. 
Thanks for having me. Um, until next time, everyone, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 